welcome to the PC Movie Guy podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm Aaron, and I'm uh, here with. Actually, I I never asked your uh, your first name. My name is Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. I just called you Eddie. I heard that you have a longer name also, but yeah, Van der Borgt. Yeah. Okay. Last name. Eddie Van der Borgt. Yeah. Okay. And um, do you want to really quickly tell us about yourself? Like, who are you and uh, what you are doing? And very very shortly. Yeah. Like, well, I live in Belgium. Bel- I'm, I'm I'm Belgian Flemish. You can hear it from my name. Um, I've grown up here, uh, Roman Catholic background, and then, you know, when I was around 18 years, I was, was interested in religion, so so that was in the 70s, in the early 70s, and then I became, in fact, connected to a Pentecostal movement, later studied theology, Protestant theology, then I became minister of a Protestant church, I wrote a dissertation, on theology and then I was asked to join the faculty of theology of the Vrije Universiteit Amsterdam mm. and that's where I'm still now I'm a uh, professor of what is traditionally called systematic theology uh, uh. I hold the Desmond Tutu chair oh. of the faculty of theology on issues of reconciliation okay well that was a, a lot of stuff that I, I didn't really actually understand <laughs> <laughs> but but you are um But you're you're kind of like mainly in, in concern in theology. And yeah. That we, and, uh, yeah. Can, can you actually explain like what what exactly is this theology that you really study? What what do you really do within that? Like you you study the religious concepts or like yeah. So I'm I'm, 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 I'm well. First of all, you have uh, theology is according to uh, different religious tradition. You you can also talk about Islamic theology and so mm-hmm. on. That is its own. Is is his own developments that are um, and his own way of structuring things or Jewish theology, although yeah. you know they might others might not call it theology then, but so Christian theology has his own development, and um, and what it's often so there are different types of Christian theology. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So you have a theology that is um, uh, more on on as a kind of a defense of the traditional Christian faith. So it's a kind of an apologetic, you understand? Huh. Defensive yeah. kind of, you okay. know. So people who are critical of, of Christian faith. So for example, when Darwin came along huh. and said, you know, there's evolution, so you can't just take the Bible literally. And some people thought, oh, we should defend the Christian faith. And then, for example, some people said, well, it's an interesting case. In the 19th century, Then among the Roman Catholics, so there was a lot of uncertainty then. Where is the truth to be found? So the Roman Catholic Church said then, um, well, you know, trust trust the leader of the church, the Pope. So when the Pope speaks as as Pope, as the Bishop of Rome, from his, his chair of Bishop of Rome, then he speaks the truth. That's the absolute truth. Yeah. And then in, in Protestantism, we had the idea that you saw truth in the literary word of the scriptures. So, you know, the Bible, what is in the Bible? Mm. And then, you know, often it, it meant that you tended to be, uh, understand, uh, to, to go for a literary understanding of the Bible. But that, of yeah. course, I mean, that created all kinds of problems. So, mm. um, so, so, for example, Jesus, as some of these radical sayings, in 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 sense of that um, he says when when your eyes hinders you take it out or cut cut your uh, cut your hand off I mean yeah so everybody said you can't take that literally mm. so this is always tricky so then you, you so you have to think about yes but how do you interpret uh, such things yeah. so then, then then comes this kind so yeah. theology is about mm. um, So what theology is, is that you have a tradition. So, and that has main most traditions, most yeah. religious traditions, they, 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 they start from a kind of an, an historical background. So it has a founder or something like that, and then historical uh, events that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. And then there is a kind of um, uh, written account of that, and that becomes then the holy scriptures of the tradition. Yeah. And then... Um, there is a, a retelling of what's in these uh, uh, texts, mm. these sacred texts, and then there's a kind of so the, the, so in history there's a kind of retelling and re-understanding in in, uh, in always new situations during history, and that's part of the 
what's called often the oral tradition of a religion. So you have the written tradition, that are the sacred texts, yeah. and then you have the oral tradition, that are the later interpretations, but they're also written down, but that's a, a later kind of development. Yeah. So in theology, in Christian theology, is in fact that you try to make sense of, of, of what you could say the written and the oral tradition of the Christian faith yeah. in new contexts. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, like... I, I know I know more like about uh, Jewish. Uh, um, You're from a Jewish background. Yeah, I, I have a Jewish father, like um, who's living in Israel, and so I'm, I'm kind of like grown up in in a lot of. Even though we are very liberal, secular. Yeah, we yeah. are. We are not uh, orthodox and no, no, very strict, but um, I, I kind of it's more closer to me than Christianity. Like I, I know much little about Christian sects and things, yeah. but but it's kind of like in general, I could say like it's it's kind of like how rabbis. Uh, studying Bible and yeah, and, well, it's, and, it's, it's, it's and they, they all the time in the same way, kind of interpreting the literal and metaphorical meanings of, of it and how to follow it, and then that really creates its own different groups of within that religious group. And um, but but you you said that it is uh, theology kind of came up after the Darwinism and kind of well, was the reaction. No, no, that, no. no. The theology also, but just an example. Yeah. So then, so that was, yeah, yeah. and I started. Okay. That was kind of an apologetic, mm. but it's not all, not all theology is apologetic. It's also making sense of. So, so for example, um, if you, so if you came from a tradition that you said God created uh, Adam and Eve, you know this kind of of uh, mm. creation stories, and now you have the understanding that there has been something of evolution. Mm. What does it then mean for understanding what it is to be human? Uh. And then, for example, in Christian history, you had this, uh, the original stories about original sin. Mm. So that, you know, you have these, maybe also, you have this, it's the same in Jewish, it's the same Genesis stories. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if you have a kind of an evolution of the, of the survival of the fittest, mm. what to make sense of the traditional understanding of sin? Yeah, yeah, okay. So these kind of things, that's what mm. you think about. That's, that's, that's really interesting. And um, it, it kind of sounds like, uh, in a way, a very, yeah, very scientific kind of study of, well, that's, we try to, that's what we try to be. And, and yeah, yeah. But, but then, but then um, uh, is, it, is it really like, because if it's scientific, then you, then you don't really have to be a Christian to study oh, theology. Yeah, that's yeah. true, that's true. Yeah, yeah. so, you, so you, you can be either a yeah, Christian and, and, and have been going in there, through Christian faith or then from outside just out of interest or whatever exactly. uh, but would you consider yourself to be an outsider or no, insider? No, an insider I'm an insider so um, I'm in fact still although I don't um, work as an um, so I'm an ordained minister of the United Protestant Church in Belgium yeah okay so um, and I've been I've been ministering a congregation for uh, 13 years mm. so I've been doing that work and I'm still connected um, to that church, to its synod and so on. Yeah. To some still some work, but m- but mostly I work in the Netherlands now. Um, yeah. So, but I'm, st- I'm I'm a minister of that church. So yeah. I, I consider me, I consider myself as an insider. But you're yeah. you're you're correct. It's not that you sh- you should be a Christian to be a theologian. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I I bet there are a lot of uh, well, and that's also so. But that's also an interesting thing. Mm. So then you have, uh, so I talk about uh, apologetic, often theology can be apologetic, but it shouldn't be like that. It's all just kind of an open research, but what, how to make sense of, of new, for example, scientific uh, developments or societal developments and so on. Um, so for example, on ecology. So that's an interesting thing as well. So thinking about um, the, the last half century, we become growing more and more aware that we, we live in a ver- in a very vulnerable uh, environment mm. on this planet Earth. Mm. So, what does that mean? Also, so so from theological reflection, as as, as a person who believes in in creation, um, how to make sense of this and what does that mean? Yeah. So that kind of that's the kind of mm. um, new kind of reflections you make. So and then you have you can have confessional theology. So mm. confessional theology then is. That is when you stand in a certain tradition and you make sure that what you say is always in line with the confession, the official uh, line of understanding of the faith of your yeah. church. 
So, um, 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 and then you have academic theology, and academic theology can be confessional, but it's not always like that. So you have also people who say, well, you know, um, I, I'm, I do not belong to any uh, tradition. So, for example, now we have a, it's interesting, in, in Amsterdam we have a project on multiple religious belonging. So people who say, well, you know, I'm from an Islamic tradition, but mm-hmm. I combine it with with some elements of Zen Buddhism or something. Oh, okay. So you have different kind of... Um, yeah. Of, so, so, so people now who combine yeah. in the West, often on, on an individual basis. Yeah. Uh, so we had a research project on it. It was funded by the, by the, the, the National Science Council in the Netherlands. Okay. It was a funding agency. Oh, sounds really interesting. Um, I want to uh, trace a little bit into the movie, yeah, yeah, so, so we can so just we have more, more time about it. But it's really interesting to, to, to hear about it, and because I suppose you have like um, you can have like the same concept, but then uh, approach it from these different theological okay. aspects. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can, for example, uh, the silence of God. Or like from this movie, which is like mm. the kind of the main theme of the movie, what, how to approach the silence of God? You know, how to deal with it? What what does it mean for everybody? And you can maybe then approach it in an apologetic way, yeah, exactly. academical way, yeah, exactly. or anything exactly. like it. Um, what what was your theological field? Like did you mention? Yeah, I would call it. So that's but that's an academic kind of. It's oh, okay. We call it systematic theology. It's, it's a bit unclear. Uh, terminology, I, I would call, it. Uh-huh. but you can just call it also Christian theology. So it's about I, I teach and I, I I do research on the on the content of the Christian faith. Mm. So what it stands for, and you know, so for example, awfully you have the, the apostolic credo or something. You know, I I believe in God, uh, a creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, and and that kind of that's a kind of. Um, That that is on the content. That's mm. a kind of third century um, summary at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is authority. So, but it's so it's on the on what Christians believe. Mm. And do you, do you do you, did you have any kind of like uh, previous uh, um, knowledge about these events that took in Japan during this time with this? Yeah, well, I I, I, had a, I I knew about Endo. I've not read his novel. But I knew about uh, the the Catholic uh, author, and of course, um, Japanese Christians are a um, it's an interesting thing at the moment as well. Yeah, just so just about on Jap- so so, so uh, I, I, I was also involved with a, a dissertation. I was part of the the thesis committee or in or the defense. So I, I read a, 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 a thesis in Amsterdam also on Christianity in Japan. So in Japan. Um, That's a fascinating story. Mm. Just just take Korea, Japan, mm. and um, China. And they, they are closely linked to one another. So when you look at the moment, so in in Japan, um, Christianity is is a is a small minority. It's mm. a very small minority. Um, and it's so the the attempts to. To, to, to get Christ, Christian faith into um, um, Japan are already from the end of the um, 16th century. And then it already um, started. The, the attempts, and then was this, there have been these periods of um, strong persecutions of Christianity. Mm. Um, but now there is not at all any real persecution. But apparently... Japanese people are not interested in this story. I can it's because it's also it's a narrative. Tradition is a narrative, and apparently it's not making really inroads into that. If what, you, what do you mean narrative? Well, I mean, so it's 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 a story about salvation. About that's the Christian story about. Mm. So, and I would say every every religion has this, has this, has this narrative mm. of. Of making sense of life. That's what Christian. Yeah. And 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 the question is: is it is it um, is it not, not only is it authentic, but is it can you believe it? And is it trustworthy? This and story. You mean? Not 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 just this story, but the Christian faith in general. I have, and yeah. and so at the moment, um, it doesn't make inroads into 
Japanese society. There are Christian <laughs> churches and they are not persecuted, yeah. but there's no interest. Well, that's, that's kind of funny because that's actually what they were talking about in the movie. That, 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 like, that was one of the biggest uh, discussions in the movie that uh, they, the, the quote that they all the time kind of repeat is that the Christian faith cannot, uh, the Christian tree cannot flourish in the swamp that is Japan. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. all the time refer to that, that, that you, you yeah. try to plant it and it will just moist, you know, it will just yeah. not take root because the Japanese culture doesn't do it. And it's really funny that you kind of say that in this time. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, still it's, it's, it's of not. Of course, it can always change, as I would say. But yeah, so but then, the, then, then we have the story of China. Okay. So then there's the China. So, well, from China, there has been, there has been um, inroads into China already in the Middle Ages of Christianity. Yeah. And that was from... Uh, oh, yeah. So that's a bit old stories. But then, you know, so if you go now to the 20th century, uh, the amazing thing is now, there's a, a huge influx of, of uh, Chinese people wanting to become Christians. In, in certain areas and there are some estimates that maybe within 20-30 years uh, the country with the most Christians in the world will be China <laughs> of course it's a it's a huge country with its billions of people but mm. still you know so the growth of Christianity mm. in China is enormous do you think it's based on any kind of like missionary work that has been done well, or of, well of course there has been missionary work yeah. but so it's also it's also just for me something very fascinating. Yeah. So apparently this this story. Well, some people say it's also that um, one of the interpretations is that it is linked to the idea that it's a Western religion and Western religion stands for success. Huh. That kind of kind of connotations. Success in salvation. Well, you know, well, yeah, just success in, in life. You know. Oh. So it has a better moral. This kind of thing. So this kind of, like, like, uh, like, like, uh, compared to some kind of other religion where yes, peasants would kind of be more satisfied in their so, so situation yeah, that so they wouldn't well, want to. Succeed. So and of course in China it's 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 also by the way also there's a lot of Confucianism in China and in yeah. Japan as well. But so um, that for many people this adds something. So that's so and then you have Korea. Mm. Of course, North Korea is a, is, a, is a closed country. But of now, <laughs> take to the south. That was interesting. In the south, so after the Second World War, there has been a real boom of Christianity. And now I think Christianity has around, mm, I think, between 20 and 30% of the uh, people in Korea are Christians. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a minority, but it's an important minority. Okay. Uh, has it been growing lately? Yeah, well, it's so not been, but, uh, the last thing is that the last decade has not been growing anymore. Mm. It has stopped growing, but it has, there was a huge uh, influx of it. Okay. So, just, just to give you an idea, and, and interesting, the, the, the Koreans are very missionary minded. So, you will find a lot of Korean missionaries <laughs> all over the world now. I mean, it's amazing. They are, <laughs> so they are a first generation or second generation country for Christianity and they are sending out a lot of missionaries they are active they are like really yeah. just as missionaries you will go that's everywhere I mean <laughs> yeah that's really strange how different these countries and cultures can be and how they react differently yeah, and so they are all in East Asia mm. so you can say so Japan it is it's, as far as I can see maybe in some areas but in general there has been no uh, openness sometimes it was by government closed but not always mm. Uh, it is no really interest. It's not taking on the story. Yeah. In 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 in, in China now, it's it's taking on massively. Yeah. Uh, in some areas. Yeah. Because and it's a huge country, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, and then and then Korea, it has taken on, and now it has reached a kind of an uh, an um, a level, and it's not going above that. Well, China also has a kind of a. Yeah, well, China has had kind of uh, its own history also, kind of like uh, with uh, Mao and the uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think it's also related to that that they yeah, yeah. they are opening up more and more through generations? Like they had to have like uh, sexual education or stuff like that that to kind of like help them 
the society to more bloom and to open up more and because they have been for generations in a certain state of mind and everything so you think it's related to this history of the well, so, uh, it certainly will have been but yeah. I'm, I'm not a specialist in it yeah, okay. to go it, it's just that that I'm aware of that and, and some of our researchers are doing research on it and of course it's also um, so uh, the Japanese have their own kind of way to um, to deal with tradition, so they have Chinese traditions, and they they they, they weave it into the Christian story. Okay. That's what that's okay. what we've been doing in the West as well. Yeah, I mean. so the, the, because that that's really cool, like because we, we kind of have that because that's also a very big part of the movies that they also talk about um, the translation of Christian faith, where you when you start to explain the Christian uh, terminology or the, the concepts, you have to start talking with their language, and then you translate it and then you use an existing concept or something. Exactly. And exactly. this is what happened basically with the Bacon uh, folk uh, religion, or how, how you, I don't know if they're religion, but for example, in Finnish, uh, all their uh, folk, yes. uh, let's call it religion, yeah. uh, um, when Christians came there, or all in, in general in Europe, like they, uh, it has been kind of the main think that Christians kind of introduced this Christian concept and they had to interweave it into the existing exactly. and that's why you have the same dates as many exactly. Christmas tree yeah, exactly. and, and stuff like that so it, it happens everywhere basically exactly. where Christians that's, that's I would say well that's for me that's the most fascinating thing about Christianity so I, I and then we can go to the movie but that's because we have still not talked about the movie, but that's yeah, it's hard. I think <laughs> that's the most, in, for me, the most fascinating thing about Christianity. So, the Christianity is about is about it has something of an um, a cult of a person. This Jesus man, it's a and it's also a bit strange. So, for example, in Islam, it's about you know Allah, but this is about a person. Jesus yeah. is a historical person, and then so you so that in the in in the text in the in the New Testament in the Gospels, so there are four stories of Jesus. Read so the the story of Jesus for is told in four uh, books within the New Testament. So the New Testament is the you have the Hebrew Bible, and then you have the New Testament. So they have added a point in Christianity. Mm-hmm. So you have and these four books. They are called Gospels. And so, um, in these Gospels, then you hear Jesus say that he's only, ca- he's only came for the people of Israel. So that was the, that was the storyline. So he was, he, he came, so this in, 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 in Judaism, there's the idea of, of a Messiah. God will send a Messiah to, to, to save his people. And the Christian narrative is then, Jesus is that Messiah. That's the, that's the claim. Now, this is a Jewish story. But, and that's so. In fact, in early Christian, in fact, you can say that Christianity was a Jewish sect. Mm. It started as a Jewish sect, and what happened was, and that is so important for it, that then um, it reached out, or it, it reached the ear of we don't know exactly how that went, to to people who were not Jewish, and said, oh, that's an interesting thing, and we want to be part of that movement, and and, and they converted and so on. But then the question was. Yes, but what what about uh, shouldn't they then become Jewish as well? First of all, because it's a Jewish sect. Mm-hmm. So what about food? What about circumcision? Yeah. So these kind of things. So it's very bottom things, material things in life, daily things that so where where religion can determine the way you live. Mm. So what about these? And that has been the pain. So, so then you get so this, the second part of the New Testament are letters mainly, uh, and the main letters are about Paul, and it's it's about that discussion. So whether these non-Jewish people who became Christian, whether they first had to become Jews. Uh, so it's about uh, it's and then well and then you know it was a theological discourse because. There were, so there were many people in, in early Christians. No, no, they have to become Christian. They have to become Jewish first mm-hmm. because it's part of the of the story. Yeah. And then Paul makes this claim: it's not necessary. I mean, so <laughs> bec- so he says this is about Jewish ethnicity. 
Their food laws and their, you know, their, uh. their, 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 their body, what they do with your body, that's uh, every ethnic group has its own thing. Mm. And that's not part of, of the story. Mm. So that's, so, and that's important to understand why the, the, the way that Christianity is a missionary faith. Yeah. So it, it leaves a lot of space for cultures. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, or it should, but yeah. Well, like I was, I was thinking about then, like Vatican and the the, the church in general. That thank you. That um, at at some point, because they were like kind of evolving in the beginning, and at some point they did like kind of came up with the, like okay, this is the core idea of like Christian, like the like during the medieval times or something. Mm-hmm. If I, mm-hmm. I, I understood correct, that it was kind of more or less like this is the Christian thing. So what? And let's let's spread that yeah. as the one truth and stuff. And which, which was also the Jesuit priests when they went to Japan to believe in our things. And that that's why they were also kind of confronted with the fact that they with the idea that it's they would think it in another way because they needed the people to think in the same way or something. And at least this was in the movie very much uh, the big challenge to overcome the idea that it would be a different kind of. Christians. Exactly. So that's what it is about. And so what you have is then, so that um, so at at the end of the, the Middle Ages, so, you know, end of the 15th century, mm-hmm. and then, you know, so you can say from the 16th century on the starts a new time. That's mm-hmm. what's all it, and for, for, for political and social economic reasons, that intellectual reasons and so on. Um, and then so well, then there's a new territories that are found for economic reasons and so mm-hmm. on. Colonies are founded and then you get the missionaries, first Catholic ones. And then later in the 19th century you get the Protestant ones. Yeah. The thing was, it was all, there was no sensitivity that you had to distinguish between your culture and your faith. Mm. So at that time, um, that was a difficult thing. Because so... The, the Christians at that time still thought a lot because they all came from the West. They only knew that. Mm. They, that was difficult to distinguish. That yeah, uh, very difficult. Yeah, and it's in fact also about it's it's about this to coming to terms with this, um, giving space from the difference and making a difference between your own culture uh. and your faith. Yeah, like if we if we cut to the chase, you know, like if we if we just like because. Otherwise, I think I will never get to the. Okay, but just to the, just come to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, yeah, about the book because I, I have, uh, I would have so many questions and stuff like this. But um, if we if we kind of go into the end of the movie and into the like concept of the movie, what what I kind of see in the movie that what happens is that the priest Rodriguez the Portuguese Jesuit priest is kind of confronted with the all the time like the main the main challenge is the apostatizing to, to renounce your faith that that and, and that and becoming a martyr and I'm becoming a martyr but that's that's kind of it, it seems like that's the easy part okay. for, for Rodriguez at least yeah. like he he's kind of expecting that that would happen to him yeah he's expecting that because all throughout the story if you notice that he's kind of obsessed by the journey of Christ yeah he sees himself as Christ he yeah. has kind of uh, that that and and uh, Fer- Fer- Ferreira the other priest he actually tells this to him literally that you you have this pride uh, to think that you are like going through the steps of Christ and as Christ you also expected to have that martyr death yeah. and he's all the time like saying Kill me, don't kill them. But what he's faced with is the fact that, kind of, if, if, if I can say it, like, maybe Christ didn't die, like, didn't, nobody was getting killed for Christ being dead. He, he, he sacrificed himself for others. And this is what Rodriguez is expecting to happen to him. But the, but the, the, the twisted uh, torture that the Japanese came up with is the fact that he has to witness other being killed for him to uh, stand on his ideologies and his faith. And this is a different thing. 
And, and, and so the martyrdom would be easy to explain, and he's expecting that to be. But his real challenge is to, is to uh, stay with the word of God that he believes is the right thing to do, is to stay with the church, and that this is, you cannot renounce your faith, you cannot just quit your mission, but then in the same time live with the fact that you have killed all these people. So what he does in the end, he chooses to save the lives. And not, not, he, he, the way I think he comes up with the solution is that he, he doesn't renounce God. Because God actually tells him to do it. Exactly. exactly. He allows it. And we, we can discuss, that's a, I think that's not important of this, this move or any discussion if whatever that my voice was real or not. Because I actually, um, I actually looked it up. And in, the, I, in the book? No, 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 in the book it also is, the, it's yeah. a little bit different quote. But in the movie I looked it up from the, the, the voice that is saying this to the beginning of the movie. If you remember they are in Portugal. And uh-huh. they have this um, the master or I don't know yeah, yeah, what it's yeah. called. Actually, it resembles very much each other. The, okay. the voice it's, okay. it's very weirdly similar to That's the voice. So it's a kind of a subtle uh, hint of something, but you can discuss about that also. Like it's not important. I think the inner voice is important. That he hears it, and that something allows him to find some kind of way. And what he finds is that he. He, he says it actually in the book that he found even closer connection to God within himself, but he kind of renounced the church. Yeah. The yeah. dogma, yeah. you know, the, the, the system of what says what how you have to be for for the for the light for the value of human life. To do the right thing for yeah, in terms of human life. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I agree with that uh, interpretation. It's interesting that um, um, it's it's not by chance that it were the Jesuits who were uh, confronted with this, because in fact the Jesuits were very much criticized by Rome oh. for being so open to other cultures, okay. because other um, missionary orders within the Catholic Church were, fir- were much more strict. So, for example, the Dominicans they were also in mission. But they were very much more to uh, the tradition. So they have gone the fast in thinking about be open to other um, cultures uh-huh. and faith. Um, and then, but 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 I mean, they were Catholic, so they, that 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 still was. So that's it's kind so of an inner sect of Catholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the Jesuits are an. an um, 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 they are an, a religious order within. Uh, so they are priests. They are. Um, they are. Uh, of the, they are elites. You could say they are in fact the intellectual. They are part of the intellectual elite of the Catholic Church. You're not. You're not the only one. Yeah. But they are part of that mm. um, elite, and they have. They have been very much involved in mission, um, and um, well, they they. Um, and they have been thinking also most about what does that mean and if you are confronted with other cultures and how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes there was not openness and they were criticized for by the rest of the church for to being too open. Okay, well, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, well, do you think it, it, that's, that shows in the movie itself that... Because well, well, in the movie, it's, mm-hmm. I, I would not say it's that's not a t- or historically it's like that, but it's yeah, yeah. not in the movies. In the it's movie, it's just in general. Mm-hmm. But that they were in Japan. I mean, mm-hmm. they were also in China. Yeah, so yeah. the Jesuits who were in China and Japan. Yeah, yeah, there were other Christians trying to fight over yeah. the sect would be dominant. Yeah, yeah. So that was also. Yeah, yeah. That was also. And and but the Jesuits were most open to yeah. to, to cultures. So um, that's what they also got most in problems with with them, and that's part of it. And in the 18th century, there have been a time that they've been uh, banned. They were banned as as an order. They were Mm. even uh, their their order was just um, closed down by 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 Rome. (laughs) Uh, And it has to do, yeah, and part (laughs) to exactly to do with this 
Yeah. That they were too open to, that they were seen as too syncretistic. So it's mm-hmm. about, so the apostasy is is about the question, how much um, flexibility is there in your faith, or should you just say it's syncretic and you lose the purity of your faith? Mm-hmm. And so, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, 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 so the main character in the book. What's his name again? Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Mm. He, um, he's, it's in fact, that's the, that's the main struggle. Yeah. And, and mm. so for him, so he wouldn't, so I think he, f- he thinks he's true to himself in what he does and, and the moral, the moral choices he makes. Yeah. Um, and, and, and apparently he doesn't feel that he has lost his faith. Mm. Well, you mean by the end or by by? Well, at the end, at the end. Yeah. So you know, he's he, that's where he finally comes to stand, I guess. Yeah, it, it's kind of a very, very, very kind of for them a very dangerous, rare uh, concept to think like. And and Ferrer, uh, uh, it's kind of seems to be a kind of the pioneer of of that 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 way of thinking. That maybe there's it's something more personal and something that. That it's you shouldn't rely completely, absolutely on the church or the exactly. the dogma that this is this whatever happens, this is the right thing to do because it's clearly not the absolute right thing exactly. to do. There's something it's more exactly. complex exactly. and everything, and they they kind of it's kind of this prototype of people who just live uh, faith in their heart, you know, in a way. But there's also a thing about that I know this very much in the movie about symbols and rituals and mm-hmm. how how people kind of hang on to these like the the rituals and the ceremonials mm-hmm. the sacra- sacraments and all of these things like the, the for them the tiniest little cross is either to the Japanese authority or to the believers themselves it's the, like the most important element mm-hmm. for them because they feel like that's why they when the priests come in they feel like they are with them closer to God. Yeah. That's why we have to go to church yeah, yeah, yeah. and every because God is it's there. almost magic. Yeah, like there's the magic is more exactly. stronger yeah. there. Yeah. But but and, and that's maybe why they feel in the end I feel a lot of sympathy for them because they also feel really they are like in a prison because they cannot perform their faith. They cannot do it. So they are they have to be locked like in a authoritarian government where you cannot express yourself in a way you have to kind of hide it and be within and it has been forced to this and they so they they, they would so they hang on to these hidden items or or and they are kind of um, but just just think about for example people who become christian in an islamic society mm. and that happens yeah and that's that's the same kind of thing mm. uh, well the same kind it's not but it can be it's can also be persecuted or yeah where you can be persecuted but what it what it often means is that when you become a christian then you are then you are expelled from your environment so you become yeah. very lonely and it also happens with atheism or like like exactly or, or in any way like exactly. a lot of christians group where you didn't uh, stop believing it exactly then you are so really shut out exactly so I think maybe that's also one of the themes of that fear of the church because they are then shut out and they are indeed left alone. But and, and it's kind of interesting that it still happens. Like it's still like uh, I, I still hear stories like that. That groups like like people having struggles in if they stop believing in something that they because their whole family is in it or something. Yeah, that's what it's of, Yeah. So yeah. even though like it, this happened in a historical time, but we just, people still struggle with this kind of concept to, to how to change your ideology exactly. or something exactly. and one of my why I think this is a really such a good movie or such a good movie to discuss about is because uh, well first of all like people really um, I, I, the way I've been kind of reading about it on the internet or how I see people react to it is that it feels like it's a really like a religious movie that non-believers have a hard time going to see because yeah. they think well, that it's a very Christian movie, a very mm-hmm. religious movie, and a lot about. And I've seen, uh, I've read reviews where uh, people who are not Christians or even not believers, like atheists, they are like, just step on the picture. Like, yeah, what's yeah, the yeah. problem? What's you know? the problem? They don't understand. They don't so understand. I, my, but so when I went there, I had the same. You guys are Christian, but also living in a secular world. Mm. I thought, hmm, 
this movie is not going to be a, a, a success in terms of people going to look to it because it's it's a too difficult theme and it's too far away from their from their own challenges but yeah that, that's interesting because like well I, I saw it as a let's say don't believe her like don't grow no, no, I can, like, I can like, see uh, you, you can see the you can see it on a, on a, on a meta level yeah but also I, I'm, I'm super fascinated about the like, maybe you could say the theological aspect of it no. like I'm super interested about what the faith means to these people I'm really mm. sympathizing with them I, I'm living it through them and I, I did understand totally why they uh, hold into it because like I, I would say that at the same time it's a kind of a critical movie about this dogma uh, but it's also a very sympathetic movie about it. It's empathizing a lot with religious faith and spirituality. It's a very spiritual journey that uh, Rodriguez takes is. time. And it's, it's really... And you can say a lot about the fact that uh, Martin Sorcez, the director of the movie, premiered the movie in Vatican to the, to the people there. Like, it was really also for them. But in a way... So I would say that for non-believers, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of uh, things in there to, to for them to understand what what a religious person might go through to battle within, really, uh, within themselves, uh, which is not that strange concept in the end. It's a very it universal. Is not, it's not indeed. But it's also, not. it's a very interesting movie for believers or uh, Christians or something to. To also let them be challenged, if if they hold that this might be a dilemmatic situation, because it really starts off sympathizing a lot, but then about halfway it it come it, it and if you are kind of going into it like yeah it's horrible what's happening yeah. to them, but then it kind of twists it around and then the moral chal- challenges come yeah. yeah so if I go on to this then it will mean that I let people be killed exactly and their presence there has complicated a lot of these things and okay you, you, there's no doubt that the Japanese authority is raw, uh, evil or uh, evil but violent and brutal and cruel mm-hmm. in their methods but also uh, you could go into the discussion about the the role of the missionaries there and what they did there and what they have done because as soon as the priests come into the villages of these people their presence already is danger for everybody to them nobody even like it's kind of like the same um, I had to use it uh, compare but it's, it's kind of like in the holocaust when people were hiding Jews Jews were a dangerous presence so it's you do it you your own risk and of course, it's a totally different thing. But that's kind of understand. Yeah. So I think it's a very like I, I agree. Like I, I've seen it that it, it hasn't really been people haven't seen it a lot and it hasn't been really out there. Um, but I think it would be a very challenging picture for anybody uh, well, as would. a discussion. Yeah. And I, I would hope that people would go and see these kind of films more. Not yeah. to see entertainment where they are just like they want, like, to, they want to go to La La Land. Yeah, and, and and that's nice as well. I mean, I mean, in terms of, I mean, I can also enjoy this. But also, they like to go and uh, with the hidden figures. You know, the movie with the black uh, woman in NASA, who uh, which film is that? Hidden figures, like it's I about don't know that one. yeah, it's oh. like uh, well, well, any racist uh, film like about racism. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like where 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 it deals about like twelve years of slave. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where, oh, where Hidden Figures. That's a film about in the NASA. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I've the, seen that one. Yeah. So um, let, let's use that as an example. Like, like um, uh-huh. uh, people like to go and see that one, but that that is a good example of kind of a good film movie in a way that when you come out of the movie, it would be very rare. I would assume that anybody would think that they are the racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, at least I'm not, you know. Like I, I think differently, and I think, yeah, you know, yeah. this they are they, exactly. they talk about racism mm-hmm. and problems, but they don't challenge anybody, the audience itself, to think, hey, maybe you are wrong, or maybe you are right. Like, do you think about these things? And I think Silence is really, That's really good movie, movie where it really makes you think what is right and what is wrong, mm-hmm. and challenge your way of thinking. And I, I was living both ends, and I was fascinated. But, but you are, you are, you are very much interested in films, 
And I think for many people, going to, fi- to going to the movies is something you do on Saturday evening after True. working week. And that's yeah. a problem. That's a, it's, it's, you don't want to be It's the Hollywood and the Bollywood kind of... Uh, mm-hmm. And that's okay. I can also live with it. But it's, it's great that, that you have people like Martin Sorsese who make this kind of film. But he also, like, Martin Sorsese is a very popular film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. His, let's say his movie, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know yeah. if you saw it. But that's a very provocative, very extreme film. But the interesting thing is that it kind of does the same thing. It it because Martin Scorsese's style is that, yeah, he kind of lets you sympathize with the main character. He makes the gangster the hero, but then he also brings you along through the mud, you know, like. Like in this rubric was he makes you really go with him and see his perspective to the reality, but then he twists you and you don't know anymore what what happening. And in Wolf of Wall Street, that's a very popular movie for people to go have fun with and everything, but then it really challenges you with what are the consequences so that. of this kind of way of behaving, you know, uh, like lifestyle and everything. And it's a really really challenging film in that sense mm. also for me who okay yeah, I'm that guy I'm that guy who is, wasn't like that but um, still it was like it was challenging for me to even kind of see it and to even sympathize and to understand this world because it was for me so distant and so kind of uh, absurd it, that was more absurd to me than silence Okay. for some people yeah, it might be that exactly. way exactly that's what it is for most people that's what it is for most people but Martin Sorsen has a Way of in this podcast, like in the way of even be able to make this kind of move is to really tap into both types of people. You're aware there's an an, 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 an exhibition on his work now in the eye in Amsterdam. You ah. know the eye, the film museum. Ah, you've never been there. I, I think I've I passed it by a couple of times, but I've never had time to. You should do, to visit. You should do it once. For sure, for sure. I'm, I'm a huge uh, movie fan. Well, so but but now they have an exhibition. He would come, but apparently he couldn't. So he would oh. come with it to open it or something. Yeah. Uh, and, so and what kind of exhibition is it? Like I don't know. Well, but they, they, they will show all his movies and well, I don't know what okay. it was. But it would. So I was in the eye last week in the weekend, and then I saw it. What would open? But then this week I saw the news reports that it was uh, that he. he, he was not able to come for whatever reason. Oh, that's really... That's yeah. really... So, but there's a lot of his work there now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, to, to, to also, like, to clarify, my, my, my mother also said, it like, uh, well, I'm a Martin Sorsese fan, so of course I saw this movie, but I'm... Like, uh, it happened to me with the same as... Uh, I, I told it also in the po- other podcast, but um, with the uh, name of the rose. Yeah, if you yeah, know the yeah. book... Yeah, I love this book, and I, I I I I took the book and I started reading it, and I could never have imagined that life of uh, daily life of monks in a monastery somewhere could be so fascinating. Could be so fascinating. It's ah, oh, I could. I was every line. I was so fascinated, like how he visualized image imaginary the the life of them and to the fact of how how they. Uh, lived without even light bulbs or something mm. with, with daylight or candlelight and the, my one of my favorite was the alarm system I don't know if you remember I don't that. remember that one it was that the the, the, the the alarm system was that there was a couple of monks um, all throughout the night saying prayers a certain amount of time like hundreds of time and then by the end they knew now it's the time to wake everybody up okay yeah 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 <laughs> That's, so <laughs> that that's crazy. That's that's the like, the really crazy devotion that yeah. you see in this kind it of. It works as an alarm system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's their alarm system. <laughs> but uh, I I have a in that sense I have a lot of respect when I read this kind of like also martyrdoms like to just to to hear these kind of stories of how much people have endured. Mm-hmm. And how much they are willing to endure, like kind of uh, as an example, like the flaming monk uh, image. You know, this this uh, Buddhist know. monk who uh, I think it was Buddhist who, as a protest, he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," and then he just sat there in fire. And it's kind of an example of how far you can go with your human body. How if you if your mind and body and heart is there, it's it's kind of magic in a way. And I can totally understand. I can tap into that. And, that for me is really really fascinating yeah but then you are special 
Because that, yeah, that is because for many people at the moment, it's not like that. We live for many people, they live more on a superficial, on a um, life has become so commercialized. Yeah, and I think the, like also regarding this movie, like it feels like the like how like I said about the reviews, like the non-Christians or non-believers just doesn't really seem to really see what's the point in the movie because they are they are so past this kind of thinking exactly they don't and they, they go to the movie because well it's a Martin Scorsese movie but then they say oh man what what, what kind of topic is that three hours of this yeah, dreadful yeah. spiritual lumbering <laughs> yeah. and I knew I knew that that was going to come like I said to my girlfriend like I'm going to a three hour uh, religious movie like so epic and oh my god Jesus you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just three hours of that, but uh-huh. I I loved it. I, I wish it would have gone further. Uh-huh. Like that's why I, I I read the book also because yeah, I, I still have to do that. But I, I I might. But I mean, I, so I I think it's also it's it's a very a very actual topic also. In, in what this, sense? Yeah. Well, in in terms of um, so from a Christian perspective, how to serve God. And what it in fact says is that, well, it's about being human, if you want to serve God, and that um, uh, what what um, Rodriguez finally uh, comes about is that he has to find a way in his context where he lives mm. to make sense of his faith, and that he so, but in the line of Ferreira, the mentor, mm. he he finds his own way. Then he marries, he marries, and then he so. Um, and that's um, I mean also for, for 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 being a Christian or for, for so I would say for, for a Christian point of view this is a, a very challenging thing and I, I think also so for Christians at the moment in the in the West so for example we don't have any we have we, we, we deal now with total apathy I mean there's no interest and in it. it's not uh, as you also said to the moving or religious team People can't imagine that that's something that that feels so. For those who are Christians, then to make sense, because we live now in a post-Christian culture, post-Christendom culture, not post-Christian, I would say post-Christian. Yeah. So okay, that's interesting. Yeah, mm. you, you mean like um, so the majority so is Christian, or even so, 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 yeah, but so now Christendom had to do also with that that it was supported by the state and so on. Yeah, I mean this is all this is all past now. You yeah, it's exactly. now in, in a totally different area. Yeah, and we are actually like like trying to get the separation of state and church. Yeah, and, well, and it also, but but also, so so in some places it also happened. But even if it's not that, I mean, um, um, there's no total separation of church and state. But people are not interested in 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 faith anymore. This apparently we are not able to to pass the faith on from from one generation to the other. Okay. So there are still Christians and then the faith. So you have to, to, to think about what makes sense of your faith because the old ways you have been doing and then thinking in that it will get, just get you frustrated. It will be it will make you very unhappy. And I can see exactly, that yeah. still that still um, Christianity in the West in general is still struggling to 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 tell the story because it's a narrative. Yeah. To tell that story in a new way so that it can Make sense for people in the exactly life. because it was in the in like like just like how the Jewish uh, how 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 the Finnish tribes let's say the, in the in the past would they wouldn't even write they would tell a story they would actually sing a lot all the Finnish I didn't know like that. Kalevala if you, if you know no, the it's I'm, the, I'm, yeah, the Finnish folk been. folk tale like yeah. the Norse mythology and stuff but yeah, yeah, the Finnish yeah, mythology yeah, yeah. and that's called Kalevala okay. and it's a basically a one epic poem uh, okay. song. Okay. Like Norse, Norse mythology and stuff, and yeah. it was sang to generation to generation, yeah. uh-huh. and that's how they use it. And I think maybe this is why the narrative was kind of born in the first place because it was a narrative; it was a story to tell yeah, exactly. to the But now it's changed. We don't need stories in the same way. Maybe like we well, no, we we work yeah, on. but we make you so. So why do you live? Why do you work? Why? Um, and, and and for many people, it's just it's just about making money and so on. So ah, yeah, to have to, to find the values of life. Yeah, like so, life so it's about everything. Okay. So it's it's not okay. just a, so it, it's about values of life. It's about making sense of life. Uh, but then, but then, one of, uh, many people would argue that, like, why, for example, atheists that that you don't need the religion 
for the value. Oh, no, you don't think like, yeah, so. Like so you can you can have a, a, a very um, meaningful life without religion. Yeah. Yeah. So, but those but those people who are religious, that's the thing. How can you how can you um, um, give extra value to life mm. with 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 religion with your religion? Well, like in a way of saying, like, would, does Christianity serve them anymore in this time? Does it? Does the Christian can, can it give them exactly. happiness or something? Exactly. Uh, but but of course it has been evolved, and it has. It's not the same promise of of certain. No, so 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 uh, that's the thing. You mm. have to you have to you have to tell the story anew, not with the old kind of promises. Maybe that's a good, I think uh, in the movie, I, again, if you go back to it, like, I think a very good character is the Kichichiro main character, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, the, yeah. I don't remember, yeah. the, the weak, yeah. we, we can call him. And he's kind of a central figure of, I think, this, uh, this, this middle ground of, you have the both extremes and stuff, and then you have the weak who cannot really choose or cannot decide and cannot cannot do the martyr death. No, I just try to survive. Try to survive. Yeah. And in, in, in my opinion, he's very human in that sense. He has a he's human very instinct. He's very... Human. Exactly. He, in his, in his uh, faults also. Exactly. He's very human. Exactly. But, but uh, even more in the book, like I think Martin Sorces made a lot of sympathize with him, but the book actually paints a very... A bad image of him, like Rodrigo has really hates him from the beginning. Okay, he's, okay. he's dirty and he he refers to him as a pig, and that uh, he's a Christian. Yeah. No way. And, okay, but but I think Martin Sorsas made him actually a little bit nicer. <laughs> that's, 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 that's <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think a central uh, problem that goes around with this character is that because he he couldn't die, he had to survive. Like uh-huh. he, there's something in his brain, in his heart, in his body uh-huh. that cannot. He sees that the picture that says it is less than like than than living. Like why would he die for this? So he, he has to do it. And but but by because of this he he's he uh, he left his family behind and he announced God and he made a sin. So he's he's now driven by the guilt of sin. And that he will maybe he thinks that he's going to hell or you know, like this basic thing that they have been teached him. The, the Jesuit priest, and he he then seeks to the priest like he sees a new kind of salvation in the priest. Like he says that oh maybe when I saw you that you come in to the island that maybe God would give, take me back. Yeah, that's it's, it's again and, and again it happens. And know. it goes in this circle. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. and what happens I think with this with, with in his mind is that um, he feels this guilt and he has to confess but then he he apostatizes again and he all the time pronounces God again because he has to survive okay he also betrays him and, and things but uh, that's that's that could be an own discussion but the main thing is that he he fails God all the time he fails everything and he's all the time driven by the guilt and I I, I think that my, my theory is that this is um, kind of implemented to him through the religious teaching because of course it this, is. because it is the sin of uh, apostatizing that is making him mad. But if he wouldn't have the religious, he wouldn't have the guilt to survive. He would be more uh, honored to survive. Like exactly. good for you, exactly. and exactly. Die. <laughs> but the but the Christian of the religious way would be that why didn't you die? You know, for yeah. God, why didn't you have a martyr's death? So he's totally in a paradox. He doesn't know. How the he's totally believing the religion, but the religion itself is pushing him away. It's not giving him anything, and and, and this is kind of a, a way the religion can create a problem. Exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Unhappiness mm-hmm. of, in a sort of way. It's a very extreme, but maybe you can it's true. expand it's it true. to it's modern true. life. Have you have you uh, read about Endo, the the author as well? I, I did, there was a, a translator's note like about the history of it, but also about Endo and a little bit, but now I don't remember a lot. But mm. um, he was a Japanese Christian himself, yeah, he's a, a Catholic. Japanese, a Catholic Japanese Christian. And it's, he's written it after the Second World War. So, um, so I, I didn't, I, I've not read it, and I wonder also, why did he write this? I mean, because you can also say the second, so the, the the Japanese nationalism 
in the Second World War was also an, as a kind of a religion, you know. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, yeah, yeah. Was so, um, I found it challenging that he um, wrote this book. So I would like to know more about why he has done this, uh, written it in that period, just because I can't imagine that it's part of coming to terms also with uh, the horrors of the Second World War and and the. Uh, the involvement especially of, of Japan yeah yeah true yeah mm. Mm. I think um, I think our time is a little bit yeah. coming to end I, I think I, I can uh, if you want I, if you may I can have like one more question okay maybe it's a personal I don't know if you want to answer it or not but um, the silence of God I think it's also I think it's not for me at least like how I, I have approached it it's not the it doesn't really come to necessarily have anything to do whether God is real or not. Mm-hmm. If it's the silence of actual mm-hmm. God or mm-hmm. silence of uh, what, what you could say um, uh, moral or whatever value or something. But it's it's kind of the same problem that anybody could face. You know, it's the like how Rodrigo was by the end by the journey of what he goes in the in the movie. He ends up. Uh, he, he, he's challenged by others, by his colleague, the uh, Gerb, the, the other priest. I don't know how yeah, to pronounce yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and then Ferreira and everything. And he, uh, and then he's finally challenged by himself. And I think that's the, really the point. Like everybody in the end is responsible of themselves. Or like, like I mean, everybody has to battle their own. Yeah, well, that's, is, is that's, uh, there's yeah. the silence. Yeah. That, that's what I wanted to say. Well, yeah, well, that's so. Um, it's also a bit double, you know. So apparently, uh, you can also say that um, there's there's a lot of uncertainty, and I think also that's for um, even if you have if you have a faith and if you have Christian faith, you have the same kind of uncertainties like everybody else has. So exactly. So you don't. But at the same time, apparently, there is, um, that's how the story is told, because I didn't read the book, I only could <laughs> see the movie. It's basically the same. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> the same. That, well, um, he, has a, he, at a certain moment, he thinks that he hears the voice of God. Yeah. That, that goes through the silence. And I think that's something like what it is also to be uh, uh, a, a believing person, that you you think you 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 you've tried to, I think that's the thing you so you know he's praying at least you try to be open to what is outside you and what do you call it the transcendent to 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 make sense and to find direction in your life mm-hmm. and then you can say well that's subjective so you can't just um, and and you can't just sort of say you know well I did it because God told me to because you will be challenged if you say this because well the others didn't hear that voice yeah like how why did the other priest yeah yeah so, so why did he hear it yeah yeah so um, and also um, why why Kichiro is, is sinner why did it, why, why did God actually tell him every yeah, time exactly. that, hey it gets a terrible and why did Rodrigo or somebody else believe that that that, that what exactly. the right thing to do exactly exactly like we still have like people who well you know the, and then well and then that that's that I would say the final thing is that you then say is well um, also being as being a Christian it's it's you can talk only about the terms of grace mm. so not is fun well I knew it and I'm certain or I have the absolute truth um, you go away and you hope it's it's right and you walk by in your life by um, um, you try to be thankful in life for the opportunities and and so on and and for the strength and and sometimes the feeling that you've got some insights and wisdom and of you are without and then you have as as a blind person to find your way as everybody else I think that's a very that's a really good uh, advice to kind of universally to anybody yeah, well, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also very much that. Yeah. What everybody kind of could uh, find answer in, in any religion or mm. non-religion or exactly. anything. Exactly. But I also so the title is also fascinating. Silence. 
in, in what way? Well, you know, so I mean, also, so when you talk about faith, that it's a lot about silence. So, and, and the feeling that God is not answering your prayer. Exactly. How do you deal with this silence? You know, mm-hmm. that that was the what I wanted to ask is that no matter if you are a believer or not, if, let's say God exists, He's not going to answer you. Let's say God doesn't exist, nobody's going to answer you. There's never really an answer in that sense. That's uh, yeah. the silence. So yeah. how do you battle when you need guidance or you need certainty or something? And maybe you maybe you talk to about the crazy in that sense. The, to, to have crazy in life. To have what? Grace. Grace, yeah, yeah, great. So but, well, as as within every religion it's then that you at least try to go by its symbols, by its rituals, by its going back to the sacred texts that's what you try to do but they don't give a specific answer to your specific challenge in your specific context yeah because it's like praying you know yeah. there will be no so you have only these stories together. you have only these stories mm. and then you have to make sense what does it mean in my context mm. can, I, can I ask a personal question it's like how do you deal, deal with silence um, you don't have to answer. No, well, but it's. But I, in fact, I, al- I already answered. You yeah. know? So sometimes, okay. sometimes you make difficult choices in life, and you take your time to do it, and then you. Um, so, so you pray. You, 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 you have the rituals. You have the the texts, the traditional things yeah, that yeah, religions yeah. have. Okay. Yeah. And then you finally try to make. Uh, you, you. Then you sometimes. You have to make a decision. So then you think. Well, you know, I've been thinking about that. I, I, I've just been thinking about the value, but it's not that there's not a letter coming down from heaven with that's the answer. That's how that is not the way it works. Maybe it's like like in the movie, like the kind of the final answer is that in a way you have to take responsibility. You have to take responsibility. It's I your think. action in the end. God will not take your action, or if it's there or not, but it is you who takes. And you have to take responsibility. So you have to learn. To have the responsibility. Don't put it on others. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Thanks a lot. Like this is this was amazing discussion. And actually, we went through. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of the. I I was. I was really afraid that we wouldn't get any time into it. There's much much more to talk about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Okay. Good. Cool. Thank you. PC Movie Club was hosted and produced by me, Aaron Belts, together with my mother Lisa. To learn more about our episodes, you can go to pcmovieclub.com and look up more content about our podcast. Like, for example, a detailed timeline discussed in its episodes and a summarized list for other movies we mentioned, in case something caught your ear but you missed the title. Not to forget, of course, our amazing unique cover illustrations for every podcast done by either me or my mother. The music used in the opening theme and now in the background was done by Javier Suarez, offers original music to be used in all kind of audiovisual projects under the Creative Commons license. Find out more at his website betterwithmusic.com. Also, it would be super awesome if you would take some time to rate us on iTunes. And thanks again for listening.